You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. It was probably about six months of your recommended sodium. Dude, I hit I hit my year quota on like January 2nd. <laughs> Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the To and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do! Every week, Travis Kura. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Tide. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football, bring you the latest in CFL news, and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, hunt! And we are part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. I'm Travis Kura with Brazilian Tide. Biggest news over the past couple weeks is clearly... The ship that was stuck in, what is it, the Suez Canal? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> for a short time, the entire world was united again. <laughs> I, yeah, that's one way to put it. I mean, you had you had ships that were waiting to get through. Yeah. Drawing certain objects in the water with their, <laughs> like, with. Their ship GPS, which I found hilarious. (laughs) Now, there's a lot of different sort of uh, metaphors you can use for canals. And (laughs) I got to assume yours is clear. And the reason I bring that up is because we're in a group chat. It's because I... It's because I take Metamucil every day, or... No, 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 Well, maybe, maybe. We're in a group chat together, mostly. Well, I, it was started as a wrestling chat. Now it's just pure shenanigans. Oh, my God. But... At, at, at this point, it's, a, it's an absolute disaster. Every single time you order Skip the Dishes, you basically post a screenshot and the status of the driver coming to your place... And I'm trying to find your order that you made at McDonald's a few weeks ago. Do you have that off the top of your head? Because that was enough for a family of four. That was last week in Meadow Lake when I was there for work. Okay. Now roll through this order because I'm actually impressed. (laughs) 20 nuggets with barbecue sauce, obviously. Two large fry, large Coke, (laughs) uh, two plain hamburgers. And I believe I thought you had two Big in, Macs too. No, I threw in the uh, two of the Western Barbecue Quarter Pounders. <laughs> I don't know why I ordered two fries. That was a huge mistake because McDonald's fries cold suck. Yeah, the the two fries was your mistake. <laughs> yeah, like I ate everything. I, the only thing I didn't finish was the nuggets. Man, they weren't very good either. I, I actually had like eight of them and they were bad. You actually, it was probably about six months of your recommended sodium. <laughs> Dude, I hit, I hit my year quota on like January 2nd. <laughs> because January 1st, I laid in bed all day, ordered, skipped the dishes three times and watched Yellowstone. <laughs> so then I had to do laundry the next day because I had crumbs everywhere. Like I, I think if there was a death pool between you and I... Oh, it's me, hundred percent. And it, like, it's not even close. It used to be me, but and now, 
Like, you used to be the underdog. That line is moving so far. It's like, you know, Man U versus, you know, the kids in the big green or something. Like, it's not even close. Like, remember the days where we could, like, do stuff and not be winded? <laughs> no, I can't tie my shoes. I well, yeah, I can't tie my shoes. Like, I, if my head goes below my waist, like if I bend over, my day is done. <laughs> so, like once once my shoes are tied, they never get untied. They become slip-ons. I don't know. Does there need to be an intervention here? No, I think we're fine. Okay. Okay. I mean, I I only drank four dollars <laughs> worth of rye on Friday, so or two Fridays ago. Yeah, that's because you cashed in your PC points. Yeah, it's not the point. I still only drank four dollars worth of rye. <laughs> this episode of Two and Out, and, and it was in bed at ten thirty a.m. is brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta, offering internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities in Alberta. You get to choose. Who to buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. If you switch providers, nothing changes about the delivery of these utilities to your home or business. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out the terms before leaving. But if you don't, then it's even easier to sign up for Park Power. You, as the consumer, have the choice of who you pay your bills to. Why not choose your friendly local utilities provider? You can learn more at parkpower.ca. In the Huddle with Karan Todd on the Two and Out Podcast. Yeah, it wasn't the, the craziest week of all time. There's still conspiracies and battles regarding uh, the pending XFL-CFL deal. But one thing that I think caught a lot of attention is that Dwayne The Rock Johnson actually weighed in here. Um, and mm-hmm. when The Rock speaks... People listen because he is, he is the people's champ after all. Exactly. He, he can't just say stuff online without people seeing it. He's got 15 million Twitter followers. I think it's over 200 million on Instagram. I, I don't even know if there is that many people on Instagram, but that's what it says. Allegedly. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's been some discussion about how a schedule would look um and maybe some people thought that he had said in the past maybe we're looking at you know games at different times of the year which is actually a very uh fascinating concept he he comes from the wrestling world that doesn't stop mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows exactly how that was but he has said that we'll figure out a smart season that'll create phenomenal opportunities for players and be the best experience for fans. He played ball for years, wrestled 280 nights a year, so he knows the value in smart scheduling and recovery. The Just the way that he's speaking, and I don't want to read between the lines here, but I will anyway, leads me to believe that discussions are maybe a little bit further along than... We've been led to believe, at least through official statements. Well, and I don't think that they would put out statements, the CFL or the XFL for them. I don't think they would put out statements without it being a little further along than, you know, right. they just signed the deal. I, th- I think that their discussions are so much further ahead than anything they've announced that 
I mean, to even try to figure out what their plan is, I, I, I don't think it's worth it right now. Uh, you know, and like I said in the group chat, you guys worry about, you guys are worrying too much. Let's just, it, it's got to be a wait and see because we, we can be queuing on and get all these <laughs> theories and conspiracies out there and, you know, scare everybody and get everybody riled up and then it could just be nothing. Uh, that being said, if it is a merger, I mean, who knows what, what, what we see from that. And like, there's, there's a million different, uh, you know, permutations of, of what could happen here. And I, it's just going to be a wait and see. It has really brought out the passion from fans. I'd hope that that would continue. Maybe they could have, uh, been this passionate all along, <laughs> yeah. And maybe we wouldn't be the position that we're in right now. But I really saw a fascinating proposal uh, from Jim Mullen, the president of Football Canada, talking about sort of an XFL CFL ten game season, interleague playoffs, and then the CFL season to follow with the Grey Cup in November. And I look at that proposal, and I actually think. You know what? That would be pretty cool. We we get the teams playing each other, American, Canadian teams, and then we get a shortened CFL season, not the full 18-game season that we've been getting used to, but we get the Canadian teams playing each other with the Grey Cup in its traditional time in November, which I still am okay with, but you're still taking the side of I'm going to wait and see and not really worry about what's well, going on. To me, that idea sounds stupid. Okay. Uh, just that you can't, you'd have to, who's going to play, what, then we're obviously going to play CFL rules. Is the XFL, is the XFL going to want to do that? If so, then we might, they might as well merge. Fully, completely. Right? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I, I could, I, I couldn't think of a better album to use as a reference there. Uh, but if, if so, you want to do, like, like you said, interleague play, uh, you're basically using that as a training camp to a point. I mean, it's not because you're going to be playing actual games and those games are going to matter too. But then, you know, to play games with four, play games with three downs, you know, the different rules between the two leagues and then jump right into a, a what would be a shortened CFL season just makes zero sense to me. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's just a little bit, uh, both leagues are going to have to give and take, right? I mean, yes. if there would be a true merger, one side is going to have to play at a time when they mm -hmm. don't want to or can play <laughs> right now. Right. So, <laughs> but, I mean, you could you can move the CFL season up a month and play in October and you're minimizing and play Grey Cup in October, right? And then you're playoffs are going up against you know the first couple of weeks of the season and it's not the end of the world to do that either but like i said like i mean we're talking about stuff that might not even be hypothetical like who knows right it's all hypothetical yeah so but i i just don't see how you could do interleague play and then expect these cfl teams to continue on with their own season going back to three down football that just doesn't make any sense to me why you would play any four down games at all other than you know money Speaking of hypotheticals, <laughs> I think that's where we are regarding a 2021 CFL season right now. Mm -hmm. Although the league has delivered a proposal to the PA 
about having a full 18-game season. The big caveat here is that the players would have to take a 20% pay cut. Which the the players lost an entire year of salary. Mm-hmm. Many of them already did restructure con- contracts to take further pay cuts. But it seems like they're going to be asked to take more. That's where we're standing right yeah. now. This is a positive step, at least I think, because up until recently... The message we got from the owners in the league is that there was going to be no games with no fans because that wasn't going to work. Now it seems like maybe they're at least willing to do that. And as fans possibly get phased into the stands throughout the year, salaries hopefully get topped up as the year goes on. Where are you regarding this thing? Uh, You know, I, I understand the players don't want to take the pay cut, especially you know, football, your career could be over on the first snap of a game. Uh, you know, taking the 20% pay cut, if that means they get to play, I'm okay. I, I, I'm I okay with it as long as the players are getting topped up somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, and we see that, we're seeing that in the NHL right now where the players have made all the money and yeah, they gave up their last paycheck last year, but they still, they have to, they, they're actually losing money playing. And they're going to lose more money in the next 10 years as players because they got to pay more into escrow to top the owners up now. So it's going the other way. So, I mean, depending on how the structure of the CBA and, and, you know, what they're going to do with that, if the players are going to get topped up with like, you know, maybe it's only like 5% every year or of their, of their cut to get back. Like, I, I don't mean uh, like, you know, to get, to get paid back that 20% added on obviously wouldn't be against the cap you know, in the next upcoming years, but they would have to get topped up. You can't, like, if you're going to play a full season, like, you have to get your full pay. And I understand the 20% pay cut with no fans, you know, with the money not coming in. I totally get it. And I, I'm okay with it as long as they're getting topped up. If they're not going to get topped up, then I think they have every right to, you know, fight for everything they can possibly get out of out of the owners because without the players, I mean, what what do we have? Now, I, I, I don't know if they would ever get, say they have to take a 20% pay cut for June, July, August, and then they're able mm-hmm. to get their full salary, September, October, November. I don't think that they would get that. I think that 20% for that few months, that's gone. I, I don't think that. See, and that, that I'm not okay with. Right. And th- that's what I see happening. But, I mean, like, in the next couple of years, Maybe. Whatever. Let, let's say let's say you lost fifteen grand, mm-hmm. just as a because it's easy to do math that way, right? And you know they're going to pay you five grand the next three years to top that up. Yeah, great. Sure, you don't get it all at once, and you know even if you retire early or get injured and you can't play anymore, you still have to get that money back. That's that's just the way I see it. I, I know the CBA is probably a lot more convoluted than that, but if they're even those three months, I mean, they're, if they're paying at a discounted rate to play football, which is probably one of the most, probably the brutalist professional sport, they they need to be they, they need to be made whole at some point. Whether whether it's you know what the salaries when we get fans back get bumped up a little bit, but I mean, don't obviously don't count against the cap if you're just topping guys up, or you know, in the next couple of years down the road, making sure everybody uh, gets paid 
for their services. Football is the most cutthroat business mm-hmm. uh, as far as pro it's, sports it's a goes. Bi- and business. Yeah. Business. Because, <laughs> and I, I've seen it pointed out, Scott Milanovic didn't coach a game for Edmonton and he mm-hmm. got a, his full salary. <laughs> so yep. the, the players are being asked to take a cut on top of cut here. The execs and the staff within the CFL. Uh, there's been over $6 million in pay cuts there, over 200 jobs eliminated since the pandemic began. So I believe that, the, I mean, the people in the league have done their 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 due diligence. They have taken pay cuts here as well. It, it just always falls down to the player, and the, yeah. the players are well, it's not, like, not taken care it's of. Not the owners, it's not like the owners are making $30 million yeah. a year and you know, pocketing it all. Like mm-hmm. these teams are running, some teams are running uh, a profit, but it's not huge. Yeah. Right. Like it's not something where it, it's like, like restaurants or whatever. I was, I can't remember the podcast I was listening to, but they were talking like most restaurants run at like a 10 to 15% profit margin. And then all of a sudden you knock them down to 50% capacity. Well, now there's issues. Yep. Right. So, I mean, these owners, they're, they're trying to make, not make concess. They're trying to get everybody to, to make concessions just to get this in and possibly, you know, try to make something or, you know, make the losses a little less. I, it, the financials could be, I mean, it could cost less to not play. It, de- it probably does. Yeah. And the, the owners are, they're at a point where they don't want to lose more than they have to. Right. Right. Well, and again, can you blame them? I mean, no. <laughs> if, it, if it costs, if it, if it's going to cost you five million dollars to not play, but fifteen to play, if I'm an owner, it's like, well, then we're not playing. Yeah. Right. It, it's. It. I don't know. Single we'll game what happens. Single game <laughs> sports betting passes justice committee unanimously. So there's still mm-hmm. one more step, but it looks like it's going to happen in Canada and I know you've already got your methods but I think this way probably makes it more accessible to the casual sports better. Oh, I was going to say layman. I was yeah, say layman. there's a good way uh, <laughs> to put it. Let's paint a picture here, Ty. Mm-hmm. Say you can go to the stadium and they they come out with this app and you can bet on Now, if I know there's a, a single book in the stadium. I'm never sitting in my seat. That's what I mean. Like, like you can bet, hey, is Vernon Adams Jr. going to get over or under 26 and a half passing yards on this drive? Oh, Time. we're talking about, oh, now, <laughs> now we're cooking with peanut oil here. Like, I'm not that big of a degenerate. Jesus. Yes, you are. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I did not live bet Alabama at 1 plus 1.5 on Saturday night when they didn't cover the plus six and a half. <laughs> Ty is full Papa Giorgio at Commonwealth Stadium. You would never have to leave your seat. You, you would know, have... give me the Greek. <laughs> I'd be like, Ty the Ukrainian. <laughs> you would have... Except, except in way worse shape. Free whiskey delivered to you. Doubles. They, they would be polishing your shoes. They, they would, would they put... Be... You we are. know what happens when I drink double whiskeys, man. They got to feed me first. Yeah, that's yeah. You need some bread or crackers or something. 
at least a bag of chips. You would be on the wall of honor. You, you would drop so much money. I would single-handedly keep save the, the CFL. I, c- I could save the CFL, yes. <laughs> Your statue would be right next to Gretzky outside of Rogers Arena. <laughs> oh, and there's so many good pictures that they could use. All with all with no shirt on. All with no shirt on, too. <laughs> Glorious. That's the dream I have for the CFL. And you're telling me that young people wouldn't want to be involved in that? They would have to be. <laughs> oh, I, I think they 100% would be. It's just that I know what's going to happen, and it's the, the odds aren't going to be in your favor. A guy can like, dream. Whatsoever. Like, what happens when you bet on Sports Select? Well, the, the, the odds are stacked against you. <laughs> right? It's like a tie. You can't have a tie in basketball. Au contraire, mon frere, if it's five points or less, it's considered a tie. I'm like, yeah. well, that's dumb. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> as far like, as returning to legitimate play, Winnipeg has said that they're 95% done their plan. A lot of thoughts go around what is it going to look like in a stadium this year well, well it's so easy for winnipeg to host fans though because they don't have an airport to bring in <laughs> people from all over the country everybody has to drive so i mean <laughs> by the time you drive from wherever you are to winnipeg the incubation period's over and you either have covid or you don't <laughs> it looks like ig field will have limited concessions Masks, probably, except when eating or drinking. So judging by Ty's orders, he will never have to wear a yeah. mask. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be the thing, right? Like, oh, if well, I'm eating or drinking, Wall-Bee I don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> right? If, but, like, everybody's going to be like, oh, I'll just get a bag of popcorn. As long as I have a bag of popcorn in my yeah. lap, I don't have to wear a mask. There are people that I see walking around the grocery store with probably an empty Tim's cup just so they can... Say oh, that they're 100%. doing that. Yeah. See, I would carry a Tim's cup around, but that's my spitter. <laughs> they they will install, I guess, 250 hand sanitation sanitation units. Hey, look, Edmonton's ahead of the, the game here. They got the touchless hand washing troughs that you uh, start the water with your foot. So Yeah, until somebody thinks they're a urinal. <laughs> And the entire stadium looks like will be cashless. Um, so that's what is being proposed in Winnipeg. And I'm going to guess the rest of the CFL is going to look pretty similar to what they have. So we're talking about the players being asked to take another pay cut. And a crop of CFL veterans have retired. They all are American players. And they all have some talent. Defensive lineman Jonathan Newsom. Adrian Tracy, a couple D linemen there, receiver Bryant Mitchell, who just signed in Winnipeg, and elite defensive back Delvin Bro have all retired. This might just be the tip of the iceberg. They might be looking for talent <laughs> uh, this yeah. coming year. It might be tough, hey? It could be. Um, I mean, if they're if they get a guarantee and you know in the next two months. That they're that they are going to be playing games. I think we see a lot of guys stick around. Uh, I know the pay cuts aren't the ideal situation, but if the guys want to play football, make a little bit of money, then there's that. If they're if it's still up in the air, you know, beginning of May, middle of May, I think we're going to see a lot more guys 
go that route and retire and you know hope, hopefully you know uh, opportunities open up down south for them or something but I, I just don't see them hanging around all this time when there's you know a chance they could try to get on somewhere else or you know they have jobs they can go to or you know coaching you know high school college whatever uh there's other things they could be doing rather than waiting uh for something to happen up here now we we have some clarity when it comes to off-season events two weeks from today the cfl combine is going to be happening virtually and it better be streamed again we better be able to see something we better be able to watch something i'm guessing it will be um if i remember correctly i I will probably have that day off (laughs) it was two years ago i think marshall ferguson was covering everything Mm -hmm. to do with it and yeah i was in fox creek with a blown up truck oh watching it at work on my phone nice and i mean Mm -hmm. you gotta follow his Let's face it, nobody's listening to us anymore. They're listening to Canadian Football Perspective and the five podcasts a week and the great job <laughs> that Marshall like, Ferguson when is we doing. Talk, when we talk prospects and draft and everything, like we don't do any of that work. We bring them I think on. We've made, that, we've made that abundantly clear. We bring on Marshall Ferguson and Hodge, and they do it. Yeah. We just ask questions. Yeah. They're putting out some amazing content, and I'm, I'm guessing – They'll be covering this stuff. It, it mm-hmm. looks like the global draft is going to be happening in a couple of weeks. As of right now, the that part of 2.0 is still a go. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see how that goes regarding getting the, the players here and getting them on the field. As for Canadian players, the draft is going to be May 4th, and things are going to be a little bit different for the draft this year. Now... I, I'm just going to say it. Training camp, if things go to plan, we have a normal training camp. It's going to be really tough to make a It'll roster this year. Draft classes, yes. So that's why this year there's only six rounds in the draft because <laughs> the, the kids that were drafted in 2020, they're competing with the 2021 kids to get a spot on a CFL mm-hmm. roster. Although they will have an extra year of uh, eligibility so maybe they'll have that opportunity to go back to school but yeah. training camp it's going to be tough this year i i think so I, and i think we're going to see big rosters like big yeah. uh you know and you know to kind of use another comparison baseball these got those guys only played 60 games last year really hard to get a pitcher stretched out mhm with their shortened camp and everything. And now they're just expected to go back to 162. We're going to see guys that we've never heard of pitch that, well, we always do. But, I mean, in the first month, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be up and down. The roster is going to be so fluid. They have to be because guys aren't going to – there's going to be guys that just aren't ready. And and the rosters have to be so big. And we're going to see that in, in training camps. The roster is going to be so big because guys haven't played in, you know, a year, two years. Well, a year and a half. Well, no, I guess, yeah, a year and a half. Guys haven't played. You know, some guys are going to be in shape. Some guys are going to be out of shape. Some guys are going to be somewhere in the middle. It's going to be a complete mess. Uh, you know, guys are going to get cut that we never thought would get cut, and guys are going to get, guys aren't going to get cut that we thought for sure would get cut. Like it, it's going to be an absolute mess, and it's going to be fun. <laughs> but I, I think, like, buckle up because these rosters, I, I, I think they got to make them bigger. Uh, and I don't know if there is a cap for training camp rosters or not. But I think we're going to see teams with, you know, tons of guys and, you know, 
given guys a lot of looks because they gotta they gotta make sure that especially with guys not playing, yeah, recover like you know you have that recovery time because you're always banged up at the end of the year. But we've seen it where guys you know take that time off and, mm-hmm. may, and not even for injuries, but they have that time off. They come back and you know blow a hammy, you know tear a ligament somewhere because they haven't played the, they haven't been playing con- consistently. Uh, so I, I think we're going to see a lot of guys in training camp because guys are going to want to want to get looks at guys to make sure that they have backups on the practice squad or, you know, when they release them, they go to somebody else's practice squad. They want a really good look uh, to make sure that there is opportunity or not opportunities, but there is a chance that they can bring somebody in that is going to be able to fill a spot because I, I think we're going to see a lot of turnover, not just, you know, money wise, but I think injury wise as well. What events would be on the virtual two and out combine? Ooh, MLB the show, <laughs> obviously. Uh, yeah, we can do eating. the you know in between series. You got to do the training exercises. Yeah, chick chicken wings, chicken wing eating. I'm down for this. Co- Coca Cola drinking. Oh, actually, you have to sh- like beer funnel Coca Cola though. Have you ever watched? A root beer chugging competition. Oh, that just hurts my guts. Hundred percent of the that. time, somebody pukes. <laughs> you think that'd be good my for the God. to an out comp? <laughs> that'd be really good. Yep. Um, what else? I don't see you on the invite list, but I think if you were for what. <laughs> Well, like the vertical, there, there are so many ways oh. that you could doctor your video that you're sending in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, do I have to run the 40 in shoes or can I go barefoot? That's a good question. Because I run way faster barefoot. Like there are some guys, like we'll we'll talk the other legitimate sport, wrestling, that will go into the ring barefoot. Riddle? Exactly. The, the original bro? <laughs> That's a solid question. <laughs> well, I, I say because it's us, I think you'll be allowed to run barefoot. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. I'm sneaky fast. I bet you I could beat Rich Eisen in the 40. If you put like a wasp nest at the starting line, I could. My, my, my 40 would be sub three seconds if there was a wasp behind me. Yeah, I could. <laughs> You wouldn't even see me. It'd be like the Flash. Yeah, I'd rival Usain Bolt. Like, I can... Yeah, 100%. Fly like the wind. Oh. It's not... Yeah. Wasps, I have no time for. But seriously, regarding the draft, the NCAA guys are going to have massive advantages here. And a lot of times they do because of the film access and the big schools they're playing for. But they actually got to play. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have actual game film, right? Not just yeah. like what you see. Well, today was today and yesterday was a lot of guys' pro days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, down down south, and you know everybody gets all horny about pro days when it's just a guy <laughs> rolling out and throwing a pattern that he does really well at to his own receiver. Yeah. <laughs> but when you hear a guy has a good pro day, right? It, it gets everybody excited. Uh, you know, and, and so when you're sending in tape of you going up against your buddy and beating him, 
you know, out, out, you know, at, at your high school field because you can't play games, that's going to look a little different than, you know, a national championship, uh, you know, a guy from Clemson or, or, or uh, Alabama absolutely, you know, running roughshod over a linebacker, beating a corner and, you know, Trevor Lawrence rolling out and hitting somebody on the fly with a 40-yard pass. Like, it, it, that's completely different. And I think guys are going to value the game film a little more for sure. But I think those other guys are still going to get some looks. I, I I don't see how you couldn't, but I just think the, the guys with the actual game film are probably going to go a lot higher. This episode of Two and Out is brought to you by Career Essentials, a new podcast from techlifetoday.ca. And Nate, Career Essentials offers real-world advice and insight into careers and career paths. Discover perspectives, tools, and tips essential to your career growth and success. Co-host Brian Allery shares more about what to expect from this podcast. I fought fires in Australia in 2009, and I just happened to be there when there's an eight-year drought going on, and there's record-breaking temperatures, and a few thousand fires started in one day. In the town that I was in, 34 people died, so that was a pretty scary time. I love Anthony Bourdain. I read Kitchen Confidential, it got me into cooking. I thought, this is rock and roll, this is cool. Anthony Bourdain was a failed chef, and the things he did and romanticized led him to ruin. People get lost in that message. If I, a young business owner who owns a cafe in a small town, can make time for mental health in my business and to help educate our guests and our peers, then what's stopping larger groups of restaurants and better chefs than me from doing it in theirs? Introducing Career Essentials, a new podcast from Tech Life Today and Nate. Career Essentials offers real-world advice and insight into different careers and career paths. We feature the stories and experiences of Nate alumni with lessons for everyone. Whether you're just starting out or further along your career journey, each episode will give you perspectives, tools, and tips that are essential to growth and success. And who knows, we might even inspire you to pursue a completely new career path for professional and personal satisfaction. Career Essentials is created and hosted by the team at techlifetoday.ca, Nate's online magazine. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, yours truly went to went to Nate. I did the Well, I was going to I was going to ask when you're going to be on an episode. I don't know. I don't know if I'm the model alumnus, alumni Look, I don't even know that. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Career Essentials is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Find it today at techlifetoday.ca forward slash podcast. That does it for this episode of Two and Out. I'm Travis Curra with Brazilian Tie. Going to have a bit of a schedule change here going forward. Uh, the next release here, we're going to look at April 12th. And 26. So we're going to start starting your weeks with new episodes of the podcast until the season starts. And then we'll we'll try to do twice weekly. Are we that stupid to add that much more work to our plate against again, Ty? Uh, it's really going to be on you once I go back to work. Okay. So it's going to because I mean, with the time difference, I mean, you know, if I'm not home till 730, that makes it 830 your time. It's more work for you, really. Especially if I'm in camp, I have no work to do because I get fed and, and watered. So, Well, that's really, you're, you're just the pretty face that comes in for 37 minutes and then packs her in for the rest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm basically a middle reliever. <laughs> Which is the dream job in sports? 
No. No, no, no. no. The lefty specialist the bullpen, is. Bullpen catcher. <laughs> bullpen catcher. We can all dream, Ty. We can all dream. Yeah, that, that is the dream. <laughs> We're a proud part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Talk to you in about, about a week and a half. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.